0: Have some well-deserved fun today.
1: That's what we're uh, I think. If and you ever um, get in the stripper business, King K,
0: that should be your um, your tagline. That's that's that's. Let's have a, some well-deserved fun I hope today. You had some well-deserved sex today. <laughs> now, oh, um, that's let's, how we're
1: gonna start the podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Inversed Cast. Michael is Holy here. Ship. He's there. King K, what are you
2: doing right now? Pos- you know pos- pos- how... It- <laughs> <Posato> soup. <laughs> Potato soup. Potato soup.
3: Potatoes are the Chinese bootleg of potatoes.
0: <laughs> 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 so, l- welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Unversed Cast. I uh, hope you're all enjoying yourselves and are at home with your families and enjoying the tail end of the Christmas season here. Uh, we're holiday. back here today. Yeah, the holidays, actually. You're right, Hadox. <laughs> I, I shouldn't be insensitive to those who celebrate other holidays. Thank that you. Are, that are not Christmas. But to be fair, the you know, Hanukkah was earlier in December, I think, and they're not all at the same time, so. When's Kwanzaa? Technically is, Today. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I'm sorry if you celebrate Kwanzaa. I don't know when you celebrate Kwanzaa, but.
1: started off. Yeah. Question very, of the uh, day.
0: If you
3: celebrate Kwanzaa, let us know.
0: What's your top <laughs> ten Kwanzas? Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> that's uh, that's um, from Bad Santa, like uh, what's his name? Bernie Mac was in there?
2: Apparently, uh, Kwanzaa begins today. Oh, it, oh it shit! Ends, uh, it ends on oh, January first, yes. so.
3: All that's right. Funny. Well, happy Kwanzaa, to <laughs> people who celebrate it. <laughs>
2: the happy well, today, Kwanzaa, as in the twenty-sixth. I don't know yeah. when this goes up. <laughs> okay, that's
0: that's quite the kawinky dink. Uh, so... (laughs) The Cast Kwanzaa special! (laughs) I feel like we're treading on eggshells here. Uh, They're only eggshells if you
3: make them eggshells,
0: Michael. Preach it! Uh, uh, And you only have a blonde afro if you look like a baby. What? Anyways, um... (laughs) good <laughs> we're here for our end. we're here for our end of the year discussion uh as we did this last year and i don't know people seem to like it enough it's enjoyable lots of people are doing like their year in 2017 even sonata kun put up a couple of GOTY videos recently uh and just a heads up i'll be editing this episode uh just to make sure it gets out on time so yeah mr sonata kun will not be joining us for today's fan fiction mm-hmm. uh which Oh, hey, Docs. Don't tell me. (laughs) You didn't come with fan fiction today, did you? I did not have to do a
3: fan fiction today. We can focus on the main course. Yeah,
0: let's focus on the main course. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because uh, the (gasps) second chapter of Sonic High School is in an episode that hasn't been uploaded yet. Right. Now, Sonata's been working on the space show, uh, (sighs) so he hasn't gotten around to... Like we did a little episode with questions. Hadox hey couldn't make it for that one. Yeah. Uh, and that one's that one still needs to be edited. We just we did the second chapter, the second episode in the amazing Sonic High School saga. And that one. Uh, and since I don't know, we're not we're not ready. I I don't feel like moving on to chapter three yet until that's uploaded. So we'll we'll just dive right in, ladies and gentlemen. So 2017. How do we feel? Like, I guess just starting off, how do we feel this compares to 2016?
3: This hmm. was the best year in video game history. Oh.
0: Hey, are you working on- are you, when is my next episode of Ace Attorney Analyzation gonna be done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying you by the hour. You gotta get that stuff (laughs) out. I'm paying you a nickel to edit triple (laughs) A for me. A nickel an hour. I don't get the reference.
3: If I had a rate this this year, it would be 10 out of (laughs) (laughs) 10-do.
0: Oh, Christ. So, I know. Why don't we... Haydox, why don't we... Or you know, Brian. Since uh, since you seem to have something to say, why don't you go ahead?
3: Uh, I mean, I, I think we should uh, I think we should start talking about um, like the big thing that happened this year—the Switch that came out. Which I think we should talk about how we like it so far, since that was like the big console that came out this year. And we all have one.
1: Um, no, it wasn't the big console, Ryan. <laughs> oh, you might have neglected the Xbox One X. Wow. I sure as hell didn't. <laughs> <laughs> People slept on that console. Uh, I'm,
2: I'm really upset. Yeah, we, we can save like a five second discussion for that later. Probably
0: the Xbox yeah. One
3: X. I don't it have happened. one. So it <laughs> happened.
0: Uh. So Hadox, why don't you... Okay, so yeah, so Switch, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hadox, why don't we start with you? What did you think of the Switch this
2: year?
1: Uh, I thought it was fine. Um, you know, I'm glad that it's been a success for Nintendo. Um, I mean, I kind of wish it had a bit more games on it because I've completed everything and I don't really have any interest in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for the time, and 2018 seems to be fine, I th- I think, because you have Metroid Prime okay. 4, you have that Pokemon game, you have Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem, right. Ah. Uh, yeah. And other, other games as well, <clears throat> but
3: yeah you got shimigami tensei 5
2: well, yeah, also cool. stuff. yeah.
1: yeah. The new i
2: Kirby, mean i'm, I'm the looking forward
1: to what oh, the yeah. switch has in store for the future but mm-hmm. i kind of want to i want to see what else they're going to put out on it for next year
0: mm-hmm. all right uh yeah so I'm, I'm trying to find kind of like a, a list of games just for you know reference for ourselves I okay, know we had Splatoon Two, Arms, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, uh, Don't Break forget Chronicles one two, 2. Switch. That also yeah. oh yeah, one two Switch. The classic, the classic party game that Hadox brought to a party <laughs> and played with people. Yeah, it did. Uh,
1: that, that did. Happen. That's
0: what happened, right?
1: Yeah, I brought
0: it to a college party. Um, oh my God. Nobody was really having yeah, it. Yeah, so just just a refresher for us, since the, it's been a while since that video came out. What, what was the, the what were the results? Uh, somebody tried to break my Joy Cons. Um,
1: it it just it nobody really wanted to play, and I kind of looked like a big nerd.
0: Some people were having <laughs> fun, but mostly people you, were you just stumbling s- around. Remember that Switch reveal trailer where they showed all those like. 21 some yuppies playing around with their Switch and bringing it everywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it sounds. I I recall saying that those people aren't going to want to do that or aren't going to be really interested in the Switch that way. And it sounds like, from what Adogs just described, that I was. I seem to be. seem to have some carnival truth to what I was saying.
3: Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen people like. I guess a little I mean, obviously, me. we're all
0: 20-something. Yeah. Uh, in that range, and we no, all like 20-something.
3: But... I'm 22. <laughs> Ladies. Wink,
2: wink. Well, I guess I'm not 20-something, I'm, not <laughs> I'm 20 zero.
3: Yeah. Yay! He's
1: in
0: huh. the Jock big K. leagues! We're, we're thinking big league. <laughs> no, you
3: get that shit out of here. Keep that out of here. No. Do you think Donald no. Trump has
0: a switch? No, stop it. What do
1: you think his favorite Switch um, game is? I bet it's Minecraft. What? He's, he's
0: going to build a wall. Playing with brown bricks in Minecraft is the <laughs> most fun I can have while playing an
2: app. Okay.
3: <laughs> so anyways, 1-2-Switch uh, is a game, I guess. Bad. It's a bad
1: no, game. Yeah.
2: No, we don't need to dedicate time to 1-2-Switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite uh, Switch game was probably Breath of the Wild.
0: Switch game? Now if... Yeah. All or, I heard from you was you now we're going to be... We're gonna be talking about uh, lots of games in depth when we kind of get to GOTY kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. So it could probably save more in depth discussion of the games for later. Uh, But I know, I guess just in general, I know I was very much a Switch skeptic for most of this year and pretty much since it was revealed, I didn't think that the portability was something that was gonna interest me or that I'd wanna really bring it it with me in public. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I still don't. Uh, but I think what really sold me... Like, I eventually I bought one because I wanted to play Super Mario Odyssey at launch. And I made the smart decision of buying the Switch like a week or two before the game came out when they were still around. And... Yeah, I mean, I've, I've only played a couple games on it so far. Like Odyssey and uh, this this game I played called the Azure Striker Gunvolt, which I'll probably talk more about later. Oh, um,
3: is that the one that has... um, Is that the one that has the... Uh, Beck character in it as
0: well, or am I thinking about something different? Uh, that's Mighty Gunvolt Burst, which is a crossover mm. Mighty Number no. Nine. Okay, but yeah, you have the right idea, uh, and yeah, I think uh, what really sold me on it is, you know, the screen's only 720p, uh, but even low resolution screens look really good uh, when the screen itself is tiny, like when you play old handheld games, mm. like the even the 3DS. It's only 240p, which is like the same resolution is like pretty much every system from the NES to the uh, PlayStation and it looks fine because the screen's so small it's only when when you upscale it that you see how pixelated it really is mm-hmm. uh, and with the switch you've got an HD screen full 1280 by 720 uh, and because the screen is so small it's it's basically like a retina display I can't make out individual pixels on it at all. Uh, and it looks buttery smooth on that tiny screen, and I find that it's it's great for playing in in bed or, you know, when you don't oh, have anything bad, to do Michael. in the bathroom.
2: <laughs>
0: wow. Oh yeah, I, I have I fuck my switch all the time. Yeah, <laughs> man, you know
3: sometimes you gotta switch it up every now and then. So. Oh. Yeah,
0: and I and I thought I was the switch <laughs> uh, in the bedroom. Bah, 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 I guess bah, bah. you could, I guess you could
3: say that Michael switched sides. Ah!
0: Uh, yeah. So, I don't know, I've, I need to play more games on it, but, you know, honestly, while I like the console itself and while I liked the games I played on it, uh, a lot of the stuff that came out this year is something that doesn't really interest me. Like, I, I wouldn't want to play ARMS because there's mm-hmm. no single-player content. I wouldn't want to play Splatoon 2 because there's no single-player content. Well, no, I'm very I much think a Splatoon single...
3: 2 has a campaign, but yeah.
0: it's yeah. What? It's just Splatoon,
3: even, I I, I I, don't even think the original Splatoon was even that good, so Splatoon I, 2 doesn't oh. really do anything to win me over, Whoa. so I kind of agree with you there, it's just like- you,
1: If you said that on my
0: channel, you'd get fucking crucified. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. <laughs> That's because all the Nintendo fanboys don't like it when their favorite brand, their favorite logo gets criticized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair was- to Splatoon 2, however, the campaign isn't that
1: bad. It's definitely a step up from the original since they they allow you to use different types of weapons, which is good. I do think
3: it's interesting though because like, uh, with, uh, with Splatoon one, like there was this huge like, there's all this hullabaloo that was going around it, but like I noticed that for a Splatoon two and even Arms, it was just it wasn't there. Like you got people excited for it, but it was nowhere near the hype for the original Splatoon.
0: Hmm. Uh, I, Maybe I that was just me, but
3: like. I, I, like when Splatoon one came out, it's like you you knew it came out, but with these, like they just kind of like went under the radar for me.
0: I think. Yeah. I, like uh, Xenoblade Chronicles just Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles two just came out and I had no idea.
2: Yeah. There's no hype for it. I didn't see a lot of people talk about it. No, well, in a positive light. Anyway. Uh,
1: I I think that Xenoblade Chronicles two got more exposure than X though, because uh, I I don't remember um, people. Um, sharing a lot of screenshots from the game. I don't remember a lot of discussion about it, but on my timeline specifically I know King K has talked about it a lot. I know that well, I mean, other people have about too. It a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it's <laughs> I it it's more today. so than I, I saw for X even though that had a lot of hype behind okay. it.
3: Uh, I mean, I, I I remember like the first week or so I saw a lot of X ex- I saw a lot of you uh, know Chronicle X stuff in my timeline. It was mostly just people like showing off their mechs, and then after yeah. a while, it just kind of like fizzled out. But with this one, again, it, like the only reason why I knew it came out was because Jeb said something about it. I'm like, oh, okay, and I, I like I just picked it up today, so I haven't even gotten a chance to play it. So I don't even know if it's any good.
2: I mean, I always knew it was coming out because it came out of my birthday, <laughs> and when oh, they announced yeah. it, I was like, yeah, well, I,
0: I know. Now all you have to do to out. find out King K's birthday is to look up the release date of I,
2: Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I think I know when it is, but... Yeah, you think. Yeah. Do I Do December, I dare say... Do you actually know? Who knows? I mean, I,
3: I, I'm pretty sure I know, but do, December, I, do I
2: say it I mean, on stream? Maybe I'm lying. Oh, Ooh. fuck. <laughs>
1: That'd be a real plot twist if you I were. I've said
2: my birthday before. I don't really care. It's on my Twitter. <laughs> it's not like it's a secret. It's
3: December 1st, isn't it? Right? December 1st?
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. Happy
1: birthday to you. Happy <laughs> birthday.
3: <laughs> 25 days late, but all right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Happy, happy birthday. I think... Um, I know a lot of people <laughs> have gotten the Switch
2: recently around me. I mean, it's doing well. Like, yeah.
3: That, and that's good. That's really good.
2: Uh I mean, supposedly it's sold almost as much as the Wii U in its first year. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty Wait, funny. Let in a, me fact in a check pretty that. Pretty dark way, but it's funny. I like,
3: <laughs> because yeah. hey, what do you know? Having games and marketing your damn console actually does something. Whoa.
0: Stop throwing shade at my friend. Brian, are you criticizing <laughs> Nintendo's marketing strategy for wow. the Wii U? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the Absolutely. Nintendo Wii U. Well, I concur.
3: Fight me. <laughs> I don't care. Fight me in the comments. I said I concur. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people who, oh, who, are, okay. who are angrily typing. Nintendo did nothing wrong.
2: I wonder if those people even exist yeah. anymore. <laughs> Where did they go? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all playing the Switch now. So I, I'm sure there's like a select. I feel corner. like nobody defends the Wii U anymore unless they're talking about the games on it. I uh, uh, no! You'd be also surprised. Console, King some K. of the games on that console, but like, I don't know if anyone—I don't think I've ever seen anyone defend like their marketing for the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, that's a universal a oh. thing.
1: Yo, King K, just to uh, fact-check you a little bit. Take um, your fat. No, stop being like that, Michael. That's not what I meant. (laughs) Uh, Go on. The Wii U sold only 2 million, or rather, like, 7 million units um, in its first couple years, so the Switch is doing a lot better. It sold over 12 million units in the long run. I believe the official number, as of December, the end of December, is, like, 14 million. I think that's what it capped off
0: at around that plus yeah. or minus a few Yeah, and the and Nintendo to put that Switch- in Perspective folks the the Sega game gear sold about that much back in the day and that was considered a flop Well, <laughs> it sold over yeah. 10 million units in under virtual a year boy? Oh. I think the virtual boy
2: did much worse than that. No, it did I just don't know how much by how much it did so, hey uh, Knox. why don't you
0: find the numbers for us, how did the Virtual Boy do? Oh man, well just, okay, wait, um, the Switch has sold
1: over 10 million units <laughs> as <laughs> of the, the end first... of December, and that's under a year, that's yeah, under one like year. Under a year, and the PS4, by uh, comparison, right? sold around that amount of units by the end of its first fiscal year, it sold a bit more, But the Nintendo Switch is on track to maybe outpace that console. Let me just fact check that too. Because I I find financial data for uh, consoles really fascinating. Um, So the PS4 came out in November of 2013, right? Um... Yes? I know it came out in
3: 2013. Okay.
1: So, November 13 to November 14, that would be the right thing. So, it looks like it sold Yeah, yeah, around around it, it sold less than 10 million in the USA.
0: Huh. Okay. So, that, those other switch figures you gave were just for the US? Wait,
1: let me wait. Quarter f- 3 then it goes to quarter 3. I have to find it. Uh oh. Okay, it sold twelve point five million units in one fiscal year. Okay, the Switch did. The PS4. And as of now, the Switch has sold ten million units in three quarters
0: of a fiscal year. Right. So it's so it sounds like the the Switch is outpacing the PS4
1: in it, terms it of the looks first like fiscal that. year. By, by the time... It, it looks like it's actually following the course of the PS4 sales and shipments. Huh. All right.
0: Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So, our uh, before we get to more GOTY kind of stuff, is there anything else you want to say about the Switch itself?
3: Uh, I mean, I think... I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it's... It's kind of reminding me a bit of the GameCube, where it's like a lot of the big IPs are getting a game on the fucking console. You know, you got the mainline Mario game, mainline Zelda game. Fucking Bomberman came back, which I think is awesome. Uh, You know, we're getting Metroid, we're getting Kirby, we're getting Yoshi's uh, Yoshi's Island or whatever it is. We're getting Fire Emblem, we got Xenoblade. Like, there's a lot of really good first-party games coming out. There's a lot of really good third-party games that already came out and that are coming out as well, so... Like you got fucking Rockstar and Bethesda on the fucking Switch, like I think that's fucking yeah, that's right. I think that's crazy. Like you got La Noire of all games, which I think is pretty tight, um, on the Switch. You got Doom, which Michael, have you played Doom yet?
0: The 2016 one? Yeah. I mean, people keep recommending it to me, but I I haven't gotten to it yet.
3: I mean, if you like like the old style like Duke Nukem kind of games, I think you would like Doom a lot.
0: All right, is it is it really gory?
3: Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. yes. I don't even think then you can I turn I prob- it off, so I don't know. <laughs> I,
1: I think I, there's a I way to
0: turn it off or to turn it. it down.
1: It's I not a problem,
0: though, Michael, I would say. I mean, it. I mean, if it's really cartoony and if it's like Halo kind of gore where the blood's like a weird color no. and it's all kind of alien kind of stuff, <laughs> no. I didn't think so. <laughs> I don't know if it's like yeah. blood red, right?
3: I, I think it is. It I is. can't remember
0: yes. what it's like. It's very gory. Yeah, I I don't do well with that those kinds of visuals. It makes me squeamish. I
3: mean, it does for me too. But like, if it's happening to people, like if it's happening to like monsters or whatever, I'm fine with it. It's just like if it's happening to like other. I mean, people yeah, there, or I dogs, don't think there are
2: any human characters that you're killing in there. So
3: yeah, they're all like hell spawn and shit. So
2: right,
0: it's easier well, for I'll me think to think about it. it. But. I have heard that the Switch version doesn't run very
2: well. I don't know. Watch like five seconds of footage from anything in Doom and you'll probably know whether or not you'd play it. Mm -hmm. Because you're always killing shit in Doom.
0: Always.
1: You're always killing shit. Oh, and we have that new Kirby game. How can you
0: forget about that? Damn right, I'm looking forward to that because uh, the Kirby games just seem to keep getting better nowadays. And Kirby games like, just keep seeing, like <laughs> <canvas curse, laughs> Kirby right?
2: games just come out now. It's kind of crazy how often they pump Kirby out, like wow, yeah, but they keep getting
0: better. Yeah, like uh, Return of Dreamland was the best Kirby game ever made up to that point, and then Triple Deluxe was even better, and then Planet Robot was even better than that. <sighs> So keep them coming. I'm fine with that. And
3: the Kirby game for the Switch that's coming out next year. That one's not like the Canvas Curse. That one's like an actual core Kirby
0: game, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow, well, it's kind of like they're bringing back some idea, like a Superstar. You could take control of the enemies and play as them. Mm-hmm. They're kind of bringing that back. Like they're kind of combining that with Return to Dreamland, where you can, where you have four-player co-op. So you get to play as all the enemies <clears> and <throat> control them and stuff.
3: Uh, uh, here's a question, though, just like a kind of short. Like we don't have to like dwell on this, though. But like, is there anything that you would like to see come on the Switch now that like Nintendo's being super friendly to third parties?
0: I want Mega Man Legends three. <laughs> <Ooh>.
3: <laughs> well, you know, we are getting Mega Man Eleven and the Mega Man X Legacy Collection.
2: <laughs> well, they didn't say yeah. it was a Legacy Collection. They just said they were coming. Those games were coming to the Switch. Yeah, and I know so, that uh, Retro yeah, I mean, Studios.
1: Platinum games from software. Oh and, my god, uh, Bayonetta
0: 3. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Bayonetta 3 yeah. is a thing too. Bayonetta 3. I
2: still I'm, need to I'm play I'm the really second one. I'm looking forward
0: to that. And like <laughs> the fucking trailer looks. Well, good news for you, Ryan, is that Bayonetta 2 is coming to the Switch. I have first it on one. the Wii U. Well, now you could buy it again. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be buying it again. I, I'd i like to have that yeah, on, I'll on Switch. I'll probably wait
2: till that comes out to actually play Bayonetta, even though I own it on Wii U. So, yeah. the Wii I, and Bayonetta
0: two kind of criminally undersold because it's such a fantastic action game. It well, again, sucks. that's
2: probably because it was on the Wii U. I mean, I don't yeah, know how much better it would have sold on a better console, but
3: well, to be fair, Band because it's on one the Wii U, so it's well.
2: automatically crippled, like any game yeah. on the Wii U. Is well, automatically yeah, that's what, what I meant. And since the Switch is doing better, I
0: think it's a great opportunity. I'm I'm glad that it gets kind of a second chance for people to play it. On top of that, there was Smash
3: Brothers as well. Like Bayonetta got a lot of popularity after Smash, so there is that too. Apparently, she was the fucking person, the 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 fighter ballot winner, which I I'm still not sure how much of that I actually believe, but you know.
0: Well, I mean,
2: she makes sense for Smash.
0: Yeah, personally,
2: but I mean, there's probably an asterisk next to ballot winner. That says who is realistic, yeah. Like, they people are probably going off on Ridley again or whatever,
3: or Shovel Knight. So I'm sure somebody won over, over Bayonetta
2: grid. that was just impossible to implement into the game. I mean, so they we just don't... kept going down.
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I, King K. Rule lost to Bayonetta. Uh,
1: well, you know, he's been requested Bayonetta for years. Has to be, you know why I, she has to I be I there. Love
0: I love D.K.C. and I love King K. Rule, and I would have loved to have played as him, but Bayonetta makes so much more sense. I mean,
3: I would I would rather have Bayonetta more than K. Rule myself because I'm not really huge on K. Rule, but like it's it's like I don't know, like something about it just doesn't add up.
1: You know yeah, what I Bayonetta Bayonetta what I really trailer. want
0: is a new Donkey Kong Country for the Switch. Hey, I you know me, I I'd be fine with more D.K.C. any day, my friends. Yeah, I, I don't
2: know where that would slot in. Because I, if, if they I, announced I doubt Retro's working on another Donkey Kong because they've been so tight-lipped about what they're doing. I think they is, said though, that they're not working on is,
3: like a Donkey Kong or a Metroid game. I think they said that they're, well, they're working on are definitely not working
2: on a Metroid game. But yeah,
3: I, I, <laughs> yeah. Metroid who's working on,
2: on Prime 4?
3: I, I think they said that they're coming out and doing they're something new, They're working on Metroid
2: Prime 5. I'm not sure.
3: <laughs> 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 Metroid Prime Hunters 2. Wait,
1: no, no, seriously, what? who's doing Prime 4?
2: Uh, it's Nintendo's an in-house, in-house. team yeah. that oh, I don't think oh. has done anything. Well, there are probably people on it that have done things, but... Yeah, I'm sure Kensuke
0: is in there somewhere.
3: I kind of want to see... <laughs> Just um, chilling. I want to see uh, Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3 on the Switch.
2: Mm. Put Kingdom Hearts 3 on there, then I... I will be happy, I mean, baby boy.
3: I'm pretty sure that one of the directors of 15 even said that, um, Oh yeah, we're porting this game to a console that rhymes with Nintendo... Flitch bitch. or something like that like they <laughs> they rhymed like they rhymed the um the like they said what? oh i don't know but now, it rhymes with flitch or Flitch or six if i recall or
0: something. if i recall i seem to remember the pc version of final fantasy 15 taking up like over a terabyte yeah, of memory the, the
3: pc version of 15 is fucking ridiculous is that even out yet i don't think so that comes out think-
0: January? No, I don't know if that was I don't know if that was like a joke or something like they were just no, I looked no, up the real. specs
3: and they are fucking ridiculous
0: so I, now I do know that the Switch version of Forces is like uh, six, 6 gigabytes whereas the PC version is like 16 so I think just shrinking down the textures for the lower resolution saves a lot of space but mm-hmm. still uh, I'm not sure how you could fit Final Fantasy 15 in, on a on the Switch, I'm sure it's possible mm-hmm. with I mean, it you know, some be finagling. Because cool. they got uh, Abe's Abe's Odyssey New and Tasty on the Wii U, I think. Oh uh, fuck! S- uh, they got it on Android too, I think.
3: You know what so. else? Would, you know what else would be incredible? Overwatch. That would be fucking tight.
2: Uh yeah, mm. I mean, I don't know if like, I'd ever play it on there, but
3: I mean, I, I would play it on there. Like I have it, at, I have it on my laptop. I have it on the Xbox. I'll get it for the Switch. Why I'm the not, fuck not? I just,
2: I don't think I'm ever <laughs> gonna play a shooter on my Switch. I, I just mean, can't it, see what it. What if they
3: have like the fucking gyro controls?
2: For, like, I mean, b- besides Metroid Prime Four, but whatever. That's not what I mean by shooter. Like, I mean, Doom. Oh, do you have a Doom control, actually King plays K? kind of well on the
1: Switch, and Skyrim is actually kind of okay on the Switch too. Does I guess they just right? have no reason. Yeah, cause... it runs okay.
2: I mean i guess if i want to play a handheld version of that it's just that for my shooter if i have the option to use my mouse i in every yeah, I agree. pretty much every instance i will
0: Yeah, uh, eric came back to world at war for the first time in years on the 360. he was just like he just couldn't get back into dual analog it's really hard PC. Like, it's
2: hard because <laughs> mouse and keyboard i think people it's mostly the mouse that I don't know, yeah. I think, if you have not experienced that, you don't know how much better it, it feels to control uh, with a mouse.
3: I, I can't get I believe it. it. It feels weird. I, my if my you got used to part, it, you, you, mouse yeah, part makes, keyboard. makes sense. Yeah, the
0: Yeah. I just can't play a game with the keyboard. It just is so alien. But that, the mouse also, part, like, if that makes sense. I,
3: like, it, I, it, it takes so long to find just the right settings that that are, like, good enough for me to work with the mouse. Like it, It's either too stiff or too sensitive. It's just weird coming from someone who plays with dual analog, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I think that we were just all weaned on dual analog. <laughs> and that, that's the way to think about it. We were like little kids and instead of drinking out of the formula bottle, we were playing with dual analog. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose weeding you, you wouldn't be drinking out of a bottle, but you know, that doesn't- <laughs> that's not relevant. <laughs> we get uh, the idea. <laughs> like, we, we, we came to Dual Analog first, because, like, it is weird, like, when I'll go play, replay the Metroid Prime games or Star Fox Zero or something, then I'll come back. Like, I, I remember you saying this in the play, the Star Fox Zero playthrough, King K, when you guessed it, how you played Star Fox Zero, and then you came back to Uncharted 4, and it felt like a weird transition having to go back to Dual Analog after yeah. motion
2: controls. I mean, Dual Analog for me, like, every other genre of game, I, I, I can't play without a controller. But when you get into shooters, and I have to aim something... Like, camera control, I'm always going to pick dual analog. Because, <coughs> like, I can't do that with a mouse. Like, I can't play a platformer with a mouse and a keyboard. It's just not never going to happen. But when I'm trying to aim a cursor, all of a sudden, the, the analog is so much less precise that I just can't do it. I can do it. I mean, I beat Wolfenstein 2 on uh, Xbox One. It was kind of torturous, but I did it. <laughs> and even after that, I'm still not used to it. I used to do it all the time, though, with Halo when I was younger. But hmm. when I was younger, I hadn't <laughs> I hadn't been introduced to mouse and keyboard. So I I guess I just made that jump one day and then now I can't go back as easy.
0: Yeah, I believe it. Uh, but stuff like that, there's always that learning curve, but once you get over that, it's like, it's kind of hard to go back. That's that's where I am with motion control uh, <laughs> and shooters. Like, I'm just, I've played the Prime Trilogy so many times in the Wii that it just clicks with me instantly.
3: That'll be an interesting, uh, I think they'll port that over to the Switch after a while. I could see it happening.
0: With- yeah, I wouldn't mind that. But, <clears throat> I don't know, I suppose with the Joy-Cons you could do emulate the Wii control scheme, but those things are so fucking tiny mm-hmm. compared to the Wii and Nunchuck.
3: You want to know something, though. Um, I was playing Breath of the Wild with the Joy-Cons, and I got to one of the shrines where it uses the actual gyro controls, and, you know, come like, if you're playing with them off of the tablet, and you're just, like, holding one in each hand normally, like, the mm-hmm. gyro controls are actually pretty, like, they work pretty well. Like, I I, I would play that shit on the, on the Wii U, and it would frustrate oh, yeah. me. Because, like, the gyro controls are, like, mm. they were way too sensitive. But, like, if you're holding it, like, in one hand, and then you just, like, like, it fits in your hand, it feels so much more natural than the gamepad. So, I think the gyro controls mm-hmm. are actually, like, pretty alright from what I've sampled still prefer win analog, but you know, it's 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 there.
0: Yeah, uh, and speaking of which, uh, <clears throat> Mar- just to briefly touch on Mario Odyssey, uh, the control scheme they want you to play with is separated Joy-Cons, uh, because it makes it a little bit easier to do some of the uh, gyro stuff. But those, like I said, those things are so damn tiny that they barely fit in my hands. Like if I was a five-year-old kid with teeny tiny little mitts, it'd be fine. Like, it's proportionate, but as an adult, I, like, I can hardly hold on to the things, and it just feels really awkward to have what feels like half of a controller instead of, as opposed to, like, the Wii, where it was, like, two smaller controllers. Wait. That so, makes any sense.
3: So, because, like, I know that Mario Odyssey does have uh, motion controls. You get to, like, flick yeah. your wrist and stuff like that. Those are all mapped to buttons as well, right? Like, you don't have to use yes. the motion
0: controls? Uh, for all intents and purposes, you're going to ev- and Like, it's kind of like uh, you could press the Y button to do most of that stuff. Uh, But (coughs) when it comes to like throwing your hat in a specific direction, like up or down, you have to use the motion controls to do that. Uh And uh, most of the most of the captures in the game, like if you're capturing the frog, you can press the B button to do a normal jump. But in order to reach some things, you have to shake it to to do a super jump, basically. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the captures are like that as well.
3: That's but, a bit of a turnoff. I, still need, a, I but, still need to try it out.
0: I I, I don't know. It's, it's not... It, most of it boils down to motion mashing, like always, anyway. <laughs> and for the most part, you can just stick with the Y button for the most part, if you want. I think you can even turn off some of the motion control stuff, but I didn't bother with that, so I'm not the one to ask. I don't know. Maybe you guys know more. But... The reason I brought it up is because I couldn't be, I I don't like the separated Joy-Cons. I would never want to play a game like that. Uh, so I played the game with my Pro Controller and the motion controls still work on that just fine. Uh, it's not, it's a little easier to do motion controls when they're separated, especially with like the uh, first person aiming. Like you can sort of aim the right Joy-Con like a Wii remote, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but you can't really do that, but with the um, the Pro Controller it feels more like Star Fox Zero where you rotate the whole controller to aim in first person. Uh, and I don't know, and the buttons feel like just the right size on this. Like I remember making fun of the uh, Pro Controller earlier when it was revealed because it looked like it was made out of soap or something. Uh, but the material I'm holding in my hand right now is actually really good. I love this controller. It feels like perfect. This is like the perfect little controller. Like the buttons are just the right size and they're spaced just fine. Uh, there's this nice rubber on the on the handles that really grips under your hand and it's just, the motion controls, like I said, work just fine. It's pricey, but it, and oh, and I love the analog sticks. They feel great. <laughs> um, so that's my recommendation. Go get a Pro Controller for your Switch if you don't have one, folks. I highly recommend it. Uh. Yeah, that's where I was going.
3: So, do we have anything else yeah. to say about the Nintendo Switch?
1: No.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, and I All guess right. we're moving on.
1: Game of the year. So, game, game uh, of the year.
0: S- some video games came out this year. Just a couple. So, yeah. So, why don't, Michael, why don't we talk about some of them? What? Hey, dogs, you seem excited. Why don't no, you, Michael, why don't you, tell you us? seem excited. What was your favorite game <laughs> of the year? uh um why don't we save me for later no
1: michael what was your favorite game of
3: the year who was
1: that towards Man and-
2: yeah i don't know who you even said michael that towards, what was your favorite game of the year <laughs> My favorite I don't know, game. Hadox, what was your favorite game of the year? Yeah, was your favorite know, game King of the year? I don't know, King What was
1: Michael's favorite game
0: of the year? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite game that I played this year was Mega Man and Bass. <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's, that's how why you do I it. wanted to go later.
3: What was your favorite game that came out this year?
0: I know. I guess Mario Odyssey. You're wrong. Team. I don't know.
3: <laughs> I don't care. I've seen it here's, in action.
0: <laughs> here's the thing about twenty seventeen for me and why I can't really pick, is because it felt like this year felt like a year of experimentation. That was the theme. Between Breath of the Wild and Odyssey and everything else that came out this year. And another theme was games that had really good ideas and tried to experiment with new things, but never quite got all the way there. Like, that... Oh, that's... That's my laptop doing that. Um, uh, like, Breath of the Wild, I think, is a perfect example, but... I know, I'm sure you guys have more you want to say about that, but... Sonic Forces was definitely an example of a game that had some interesting ideas, but didn't reach its full potential. Uh, even if I enjoyed that, I'd never rate that. I enjoyed it enough, I would never rate it GOTY. Uh, and, I don't know, it just felt like that for every game that came out this year, and even Odyssey. So, it's asking me to pick a GOTY is kind of like asking me to pick between several different ice cream flavors that I kind of like, but would never choose as my favorite flavor, if that mm. makes any sense.
1: So, what was your favorite ice cream flavor?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hadox, what was your favorite game of the year? Michael, what was your favorite game of the year? I told you it was... I'm I'm gonna say Odyssey. So what's your favorite game of the year, Hadox? Uh, You're gonna have to come back with... You're gonna have to come (laughs) back to me. Okay, so the problem is
1: that you didn't know either. (laughs) Well, okay, that... it's complicated because... I have a lot of different games I loved playing and I I played pretty much every game that came out okay. this year in
3: terms of
2: triple A releases. Have you played Story a- of Seasons
3: Trio of Towns? Yes,
2: <laughs> I did.
3: How did you like it? I kind of liked it. It was a lot of fun. Oh, I didn't
2: like Muzzle, it. You might have gone through my mic that was so loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Story of <laughs> Seasons Trio of Towns because I don't know, anything after Stardew Valley in terms mm. of farming simulators, I can't get into because that one is just the pinnacle of how you do a farming need to play simulator it. right.
3: I have Stardew Valley, but like it's been a really long time since I played a Harvest Moon-like game. Yeah. And uh, I tried out Trio of Towns and it was it was kind of refreshing. I, re- well, I thought you- the characters were really cool.
1: If you want, like, an actually good Harvest Moon game, you need to play Stardew Valley.
3: (laughs) I have it on Steam. I just need to play play. it. You need to play it. Ryan, what are you waiting for? I don't know. What are you waiting for? I have other games to play, too. I'm sorry.
1: You have to play that one. Play it. I will. Um, Eventually. Okay. (laughs) I think my favorite game of the year was Nier Automata. That Near a- automated potato was one of the best games I've played in a long time. Automatone set the- like, it, it set a nice Automatone. tone <laughs> narratively. It had a great soundtrack. <laughs> hmm I love the gameplay. I love the characters. I love the presentation. Oh, and, and that track when all the robots are fucking, and then they start saying like, THIS CANNOT CONTINUE. And then it becomes a fucking song. UGH! <sighs>
2: Uh, oh, the one that I like is when they're talking about we are as gods. Yeah, I like that one. It's the same song basically, but they just say different things. It's so cool
1: when it happens, and then uh, that's such a good game. It makes you think. It sold pretty
0: uh, well. Didn't I clapped.
2: It? I clapped when the ending came <laughs> up. You're you, actually. I've you're heard so... some things that happen at the end of that game. Yeah. Yeah, I am, I've I actually never... gotten there. I only beat it once. I'm trying to get to my J- second place. Just two. a
0: disclaimer: I haven't played Near Automata. I'm not so. going to spoil it. oh I know the ending could be shit. No, oh, it's crazy like I just, just give giving... you.
3: You'll like this one. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. It's you need
1: to play it. Game. Like if you right. love Bayonetta, this is the the next evolution. The next okay. evolution.
0: Yeah. The
2: next generation.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, and then Bayonetta,
0: the next generation.
1: Cause I also see the, the the thing is with Game of the Year, it's so complicated because I played so many games I liked. I would honestly say it's it's a tie between Breath of the Wild and Near Automata Automata Putapudu. and I, I liked Cuphead a lot. I know the gameplay is not the best thing in the world in terms if you look at it from a critical lens but the presentation and the music and the art style is really what elevates it and made it into such a fun experience for me and not to mention i kind of liked playing it with a friend um and then what was the other game i liked
3: did shantae half genie hero come out this year or last year last year last Last year
1: year. yeah that was pretty good (sighs) there was what was the other game i liked Sonic Sonic Mania! So- yeah, yeah! No, I love Sonic Mania. Persona 5 was awesome. Yeah. Odyssey was great. Crash the Insane Trilogy, that made me really
0: happy. I clapped.
1: I did- I did (laughs) clap.
0: I- uh, Fun story, I actually did clap at the end of The Last Jedi. Fuck you. (laughs) I don't clap at the end of any movie, because I find it
2: awkward.
1: I find it, 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 it was it
0: was very awkward because no one else was clapping. <laughs> <laughs> just, did you just Did there you there also like clap
1: a... when Princess Leia did her
0: thing? Did the fucking I, Super I didn't clap flying. at <laughs> that. I thought that was really stupid. Actually, I'm I'm not gonna defend that scene. Yeah,
2: yeah, it felt so unapologetic. I know Shut about up. it. I've seen clips. No, 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 no. no. To be honest, the idea of that is not what's wrong. The execution of that is what's wrong. I've
3: seen the fucking clips and shit. I've seen pictures.
2: Though shirtless Kylo
1: Ren, that gets me.
0: (laughs) Tell me about the droid. (laughs) You do such a good impression of him. (laughs) I don't want to do this either.
3: So, yeah, I have
1: a
0: no. lot So, King Kylo games. Ren, what was your
3: favorite game of 2017?
0: I don't know. I think I like Sonic Forces the most.
3: Hey! A guy with taste!
1: <laughs> King K. Cock, what was your favorite game of the year? What? Who were you asking? Yeah, I said King K. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: your oh, favorite God. game of the year. He asked what your care. favorite game of the year was. Okay, me? Yeah, uh, you're you asking me. Dan Every single time that I've heard you talk, <laughs> every time you're supposed to say somebody's name, you nothing <laughs> registers on Discord and then you just say game of the year. And I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I you, it's you, Dan. I asked okay. you. Alright. Uh I still don't know. <laughs> so um I'm supposed to be making a game of the year video and I haven't started I don't know what my, what my Is King uh, K lazy? I don't know what it is I have all I have a bunch of things It's not It's not quite like Michael's conundrum But it's more like Every single game I loved To death And I can't pick one They're like my babies And you can't make me Alright Can't make me do it Last year it was so easy It was just two games I like Final Fantasy XV And Overwatch I just picked one and then now it's like six <clears throat> games that I'm picking between I don't know like, yeah, I'm, I, I like, really, I like Nier but I, I have not technically finished it so I'm not even putting it on my list so uh, I have like Yakuza 0 was really good and mm-hmm. I recently played that one
1: wait was oh? Uh, tell me tell about me Persona the premise 5? of that game because I heard mixed things about it and I didn't pick it up
2: Yakuza? yeah wait are you talking about Yakuza? Yeah, yeah, um, you may have heard about Yakuza Kiwami That might be what you were that hearing about. The, uh, no, that was the that was the
3: remake of the first one that came out.
1: I,
2: I yeah. it was the yeah.
1: one Donkey reviewed.
2: Act two, that's my <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> um, you silly boy. I don't, I don't know. I didn't watch a Donkey video with because you have to bear in mind. I came into Yakuza pretty late. Oh yeah. Like, the Yakuza came out at the beginning of the year, and I just now played it. Was uh, it what what do you do? What do you do? Uh, yeah. actually it's it's kind of it's okay. It's so a 3D beat em up. Yeah, it's like Streets of Rage kinda. Um, mm-hmm. that's, I remember you guys that's, that's, me it's about, about this how earlier. basic the combat is. It's once you get more styles to pick between, uh, it's it's better, but like when I think this is just me not enjoying beat-em-ups as much. Because mm-hmm. uh, it- when I was <coughs> first when I was first playing the game. It kind of just felt like I was mashing the buttons and then people were falling down and that's how I feel every time I try to play a beat-em-up beat up but as with most beat-em-ups probably oh as the game goes on you get more options and- Yes, yeah.
3: it it kind of reminds me of um like in Devil May Cry 3 uh when you would like switch between weapons like you'll be Like you'll be in a combo and you can like instantly switch like to a different weapon and continue that combo. It's like a completely different playstyle. Yeah,
2: you have uh, you have two characters you can you control that Mm -hmm. have separate campaigns. Uh, You have Kiryu who's like the straight man who is (laughs) is hilarious because every time he's in a situation that is not a straight man situation, he doesn't know how to react because he's just the stoic guy. He's the guy with the eye patch, right? No, 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 That's the guy who's the opposite of that. Oh, he—he's the crazy guy. That's um. Oh Majima. yeah, that,
3: that's the one where like the guy was like pouring the fucking sake all over his face. He's like, oh yeah, that was a good. Oh, Majima bath.
2: has an opening scene that I don't even wish to spoil because it may be one of the best. His opening character introduction is one of the best scenes in anything I've ever seen. Really, but even I'm better than Princess Leia now, flying okay, okay, to the sky. You told me on it. Um. So Kiryu has three different styles and Majima has three different styles where like like Kiryu has his main fighting style where he just throws punches basically. Mm. But then um, he has the one on like his left D-pad one that I don't even know the name of, where he, he throws stuff faster. Like he has purple aura and his attacks are a lot faster and he has different combos. And then his right is slower and he can pick up objects like he can pick up the bicycle and it like breaks into different pieces. And then Majima has like, on his right, he he has a bat that he uses. And then on his left, it, literally his left style is a break dance style where he just dances and beats people up. And they learn these styles by watching other people. And they, uh, Kiryu says, that's rad every time he sees it. <laughs> and then Majima says, holy shit. And then they learn a new fighting style. But yeah. just by watching random people, it's an amazing game. I love this game so much. Yeah, the, the part the, where the story uh, is over the top, amazing. Yeah, the oh. the fucking
3: part where um the girl is like just she picked up the motorcycle and was like was throwing it at that one guy, and then Akira is just like, oh that's rad. Oh, I learned a new style. <laughs> like yeah. I, that was fucking. <laughs> late. But the thing is with Yakuza though is that like the story is pretty like. Like, the actual narrative, it's pretty... I don't want to say grounded, because it's not really grounded, because you fight, like, an old man riding a mit- motorcycle with a crowbar. No, no, no okay. But, like, Here's it's kind of, like, described... it, it's it's serious, right? But then, like, everything else, like, everything else, the combat, even, like, the fucking setting, the, there's, just like, a shit ton of minigames. And it's just, like, it's so fucking, like, it's so over the top, it's... To put it blatantly, it's so fucking Japanese, and I love it.
2: Here's how you describe it the main every main thing you do is super serious like mm-hmm. even majima's story is pretty damn dark but his character is just really like his character is just really insane crazy kind of but oh even this game is isn't as crazy as he usually gets in the later games cuz this is his this is like the the prequel yeah but um like all the side stories that you do there's <laughs> Kiryu, like I said, is the straight man, because he he's in the Yakuza, and he is so honor-bound and wants to take responsibility for, like, because the setup of the game is that he's framed for a murder, and you're not supposed to murder in the Yakuza, because they take that seriously. You're not supposed to murder civilians. And so he leaves to go find the his, whoever killed the person, and so that he can be innocent and stuff. And so he's that kind of, like, straight man guy. but almost every single side story in the game is ridiculous like there's a side story where he's walking down the street and, like these two guys are like we don't have a producer because our producer like called in sick and so they literally pull Kiryu off the street and he's like do you want to be a producer and Kiryu's like what the fuck is a producer <laughs> and then they they find him clothes like he and he looks like a stereotypical like he has a scarf and like a fancy suit And then he, you have to, (laughs) the director comes in and you have to answer questions like from movie lingo and Kiryu has absolutely no idea what they're saying. Like there's, there's like, there's terminology where there's like a, there's a word for when you tilt a plate so that it looks more appealing on film, but you're supposed to guess what to do. So they're like, they say that they need an eraser which basically just means they need to take the dish off the table. But you have three options. You can either <laughs> you can either take the dish off the table. There's another option that I don't know what what it even was. But then there's a fucking eraser on the table that you can go and put on the table. <laughs> and then the director yells at you. And this is in the same game where you're framed for murder and need to prove your innocence. And it's it's oh
3: I love it. It
2: is really pick good. It up then. And also,
3: it's very authentic. Like, there's no fucking English dub. It's all Japanese.
2: Ooh. Yeah, oh, and, like they I, mean, I don't even think. I think it's. I don't know. It's weird. The English dubs that they've had for Yakuza in the past, like the person who voiced Majima was fucking Mark Hamill. Which, what? Yeah, That's you should go look great. up some cutscenes from that.
3: I wasn't even aware. <laughs> the like, I know the I know we had other Yakuza games here in the in the West, but I thought they were all just. uh... I didn't think they were all any of
2: them had an English dub. I don't think they've ever done well, which is probably why they stopped dubbing it in English. More camel. Yeah, wow. more camel smajima. This isn't
0: going to go the way you think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this isn't going to go the way you think.
2: <sighs> yeah, it's really good. Michael, I remember you saying that you wanted a 3D uh a Street Fighter a 3D yep. uh, <laughs> Street of, of Rage.
0: You know, I remember you guys recommending Yakuza. Yep. So. Yeah.
2: I it's a little it bit more story focused is it, it on there's Steam? Still a lot of fighting in it is and it there's some really cool boss it's fights on it's only on ps4 because yeah. it's a it's a i think it's only that kind of property i think Yakuza's has always been a sony well it's not, mm-hmm. i don't think it's owned by sony it's, it's just always it's been on sega sega makes it. yeah it's it's always been on playstation properties though you, like, you
1: never really realize systems. how much shit sega actually makes
0: you know Did they publish it or just, or develop it too? I think
2: it's Atlas. I'm pretty, I don't know who develops it. It's all I know is that Sega owns it. Yeah. I don't know if they develop it in house. Technically they own Bayonetta. Yeah, that's a little weird. (laughs) So, uh,
0: I mean, Sega nowadays doesn't really develop much. They're kind of, they basically just sit on their IPs and let other people do stuff with them Mm -hmm. and then publish stuff for people who can't afford to do it on their own. That's basically what happened with Bayonetta. Because, I don't know, I guess publishing games costs a lot of money for some reason, which is why it's so difficult to be an indie developer uh, and why indie developers often get screwed over. It's why uh, WayForward had to basically make a bunch of shovelware just so that they could keep making their passion projects, Shantae, for all these years. Mm -hmm. And it's also why they had to kickstart the fourth one. So, yeah
3: speaking yeah. of indie games huh. a hat Ooh, in time is really that. fucking good oh yeah
0: so, so that's another good ex- okay so why don't you go first Ryan since you love it i mean i love it too yeah all right all if, of you guys
3: i mean like oh god like I, I like this is like everything i wanted out of a collectathon and it's like because like it felt like as if there was a reason why i was collecting all the little side mcguffins that wasn't just to get another another timepiece you know it's like like you would collect the money to get the badges you'll get the badges to give you new abilities or you would collect the yarn to get masks which give which gives you new abilities the time pieces were like you know your end game like that's what you got but you can also get the relics which unlock little um little time warp things but like though, once you get from the relics, actually add like a backstory to the fucking to the fucking world that you're that you're in, and like.
0: I uh, thought that was in like the the time hole, like the time rifts. Like some of the time rifts had like a little story you could you could collect. Yeah. In them. Yeah, I, and I, you get those by collecting the relics. Uh, no, are you sure about that? i th- I remember all those time rifts being in the level, and you just. Unlock them by finding them in the level. I'm
3: 99% sure you get them by collecting the relics 99% Mm. sure.
0: Oh, oh, that's right. You you get the relics and then the time rift shows up in the world. I thought for some reason I mixed that up with uh, Time rifts that you find um, On your spaceship Mm. Because sometimes those would be in rooms where you would also find tables to put your relics down. So that's that was my confusion.
3: It's like, it felt like as if everything that you collected in the game had some sort of purpose. You can even get, like, coins that unlock, like, new cosmetic uh, masks. Like, you you unlock different masks or different hats or everything like that. Or different color schemes or different remixes. Which the music in this game is fucking, like, it's really fucking good. And it's just like, with with, with something like Mario Sunshine, for example. And I I love Mario Sunshine. It's like, you collect the red coins. Why? To get the power... The shine sprites you collect blue coins why to buy shine sprites you know it just like it felt like as if all the collectibles that you got were just to get the main mcguffin but like these were like actual things that i wanted to get because i actually but i actually got something in return you know like there was a reason to go after them besides end game you know and it felt like it felt like a really good mix between mario sunshine and like a uh, typical 3D Zelda game. Like, when you got the fucking hookshot, I'm like, holy fucking shit, you got a fucking hookshot! It's just like, it, it's just like, it's, it's like, it's everything that I wanted a fucking 3 it's what I wanted, like, every 3D Mario game to be. And like, the, I, that's not even getting into, like, the controls that are, like, super, super fucking smooth, and how, like, everything is based about, like, 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 you, it's, it's based about, it's all about, like, just keeping up your momentum, and you just keep going and going and going, you hit a wall, no, you run up the wall, you grab the ledge, you jump, you leap forward, and then your, your momentum carries forward, so you just keep on running. It's just like, it's just, everything is just so smooth and it's so clean. And like the fucking, the, you get like a quadruple jump. Like you, you jump twice and then you dive and then you cancel the dive. But that, di- the, the canceling gives you fucking distance. It's just like, oh
1: yeah. The movement in, in a hat in time, oh, oh. it it reminds me a lot of super (laughs) mario sunshine and why i i like going back to that game a lot Mm -hmm. because everything feels so fluid in in how much mobility you have the the momentum you can get and you control the pace of how you explore each and every world i mean it's not my favorite game of the year but it's it's up there
3: it's one of mine easily it's it's Honestly, like after I finished playing, it, I'm like, do I like and this or Sonic Adventure more? Because I'm really, music. really struggling. Because like the music the is game great. game also just has like so much fucking charm. Like every, yeah. like as soon as I turned mm-hmm. it on, I was like grinning from ear to ear
2: the entire fucking time. Did you find the my one of my favorite things is there's a text adventure in it? Yes, yes! Yeah. Corgi Quest You're Seven. Dying. Yeah, <laughs> I love that thing to death. And you just find it in your ship.
3: Yeah!
1: <laughs>
2: just use the computer. The computer has, like, if you click on a certain option, they have, like, nice messages for you mm-hmm. to cheer you up. And <laughs> I just kept cycling through those, because I like them a lot.
3: And, like, there's, like, like you go to your closet, it's like, this is a closet! You only wear one outfit, so there's plenty of room for skeletons. This is a big <laughs> red button! You press it in case that there's a button that you need to press. And, and, or there was like one where like you had a library and there's just like a like a fucking like just like a jab at somebody's just like this is your study or it would be if you actually raised your damn kids, Steven. It's like <laughs> there's so much stuff like that.
2: Do you ever find your diary?
3: Yes! Yes, like dear I diary. I forgot to post something, so I'll post something later, something like that. You find it in uh, in your bedroom, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Under the I think it's a ball pit. I don't even know. It's, like, it's
3: a thing of pillows.
2: Yeah, that thing. hmm You use your ice power up to get in there and you start reading your diary. And like if you if you go into Subcon Forest <laughs> She has some very, very mean things to say about my favorite character.
3: Oh. So it's hilarious.
2: The, the, hey kid, you wanna make a deal. Oh I my, love him.
3: When I learned ab- like when I when I learned about his uh this fucking story from the time rift, like I was just like, oh yeah, that was really. Well,
2: I had my cool. suspicions. <laughs> but no spoilers. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: just he checking. Was, I'll spoil that out. That's
2: really cool. Like it doesn't matter ultimately, but like it's, it's really cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, I know.
3: and like I, I was talking to Sonata about this a while ago, and he was saying that because like I was saying like this is why, you know. Well, I kind of give Mario games shit, because I always think that, like, they need, like, Mario games should have something like this in order to be, like, in order to be its fullest potential. And then, so now was telling me that it's just, like, it's it's really about, like, you know, the things you can do in Mario, it's more about, like, the actual gameplay, it's just like, well, Hat in Time has the gameplay, and it has everything else on top of it, kind of reminds me when people will defend the, uh, the lack, the lack of voice acting in the Zelda games, just like, other games have, have this, they have charm, you know, they have, like, a pretty okay story. Where like characters actually go through arcs and like the levels actually tell a story in it of, of themselves. There's good writing. It's there's voice acting that's like it's intentionally corny, and it fits perfectly. It's like
0: Mafia love your your attention to voice <laughs> acting.
3: <laughs> and it's like, like I, I just I want to know. I, I want this kind of stuff in the next Mario game. Like I want I wanted this to be an Odyssey, and it's like. I don't, it just kind of bumps me out that there's not, and unlike Odyssey, which has 999 moons,
2: uh, this,
3: this has 40 fucking uh, time time rifts. You know, that's that's one pieces. thing
2: I will say. I'm not sure how I shake up with my platformers of this year, but one thing I will say is that a hat in time, it's it's it remind like it's a little bit. It's a little bit. Shorter than I like right like it's not
3: it is pretty short, but
2: uh, it's but, but compared to, to odyssey Which I don't know if I'll ever hundred percent again. I a Hat in time reminds me of the days where I could just sit down and hundred percent something, you know But like Odyssey just that,
3: on top of that I believe the developers even came out and said that in the in the future. I think it's sometime in spring of next year they're going to be adding a new world and new hats and shit like that. Like they're going to be adding more content. as yeah. DLC, And I'm pretty sure they said it was free, but don't quote me on that.
2: It's weird for me because I'm it. It sounds really weird for me to complain about Odyssey being too long, but it's not necessarily That's because that it's it is too, too long. long. It's that there's too much in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could have they could have gutted so much of that game. And that's ultimately what makes it feel less, like I'm gonna replay Odyssey a lot, but it's just... I'll never, I probably will never 100% it again, because it's such a hassle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And also, I feel like they've been they've been doing stuff like that since Galaxy 2. Or like in Galaxy 2 you had the green stars, which were... <laughs> and then... Uh, 3D Land and 3D World had like the top of the flagpole, and in 3D World, you had to do the top of the flagpole with every single character. Yeah,
3: fuck that. Fuck and that.
2: <laughs> I don't know why they've... <laughs> they've just gone too far at one point, and they need to dial that down. <laughs> I think we might have gone but, too far in some places.
3: But I will say with <laughs> the happy have have time, the only need, places. like, you only need, like, 25 pieces to, uh, to beat the game. When I saw that, I was just like...
2: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, that it's probably yeah. a little too short but I'd take that over Odyssey's, like, whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, I don't know.
3: Yeah, like, that, I mean, that is the criticism that I do have. That and also, like, it it does lack a bit of polish with its character models. Like, the character models don't look as good as yeah. they should, in my opinion. Like, it looks like as if, like, they may, they have the regular model and the, the, like, the eyes and the mouth. They're just kind of, yeah. like, pasted on they're there. They're 2D objects. Yeah, yeah
0: which a lot of games do, like the Spyro games did that. Like you look at the Spyro character model and it's literally, his eyes are like 2D textures that they stretch up and down. It's like a little plane, you know. But it's
3: really noticeable in this game, in my opinion.
0: Uh, it's because that I don't, I remember that the anti-aliasing on those textures wasn't very good, so they look kind of blocky around the edges, which makes them pop in the yeah. frame. I think that's part of it, uh, but, you know, so like obviously they, they don't have 3D geometry for the eyes which which would make them look more realistic, I guess. I mean, I was fine with it as a stylistic thing, uh, but you mean in a there were some parts time. where like, I remember you showed this off, Hadox, where yeah. there's a part where you're, you're fighting Mafia Man on big pile of fish and the Mafia Man is, they're like having a standoff and then Hat Kid just does like a, a raspberry face at him and it's like layered over her mm. default mouth yeah so that she has two different mouth textures on at the same time and it's like really noticeable there's a lot of that it's yeah it's Uh, just
1: like it it gives off an unprofessional vibe which I I I, I can't really put it in any other terms other than it it feels amateur and I don't like that
0: it kind of does yeah I don't like that I mean description this is a little indie game. Yeah. And considering all of that, I'm fine with like a couple of, you know, bugaboos in the presentation. Cause for the most part, the, the presentation was fine. I thought yeah. there were very, there is stuff like that every once in a while, but not, like, super frequently. It's not like a big recurring issue or anything.
3: Actually, if I can say something about the console port, too, is that, like, like in the Steam version, on the PC version, like, if you press up or down on the D-pad, you can, like, blow a kiss or stick your tongue out at anything, Yeah. but that's not in the console version. And on top of that, the reward for 100% completion, the little checkerboard hat that you get, that isn't in the console version either, I learned. Huh. I think they're gonna patch it in eventually
2: well but I never that even me. I guess this goes to show you this is my mindset with collectathons but I didn't even know there was Excuse 100% me. reward mm-hmm. so, and yeah. I didn't care because I never have cared okay. so I don't know
3: like that did bum me out when I when I learned that but at or the when same when Michael time, was, was like,
2: talking about the, the 100% hat I was like did I get gypped like what <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but like it was, like, one of those rare exceptions where it's like, you know what, like, everything I've done up to that point was, like, it was so much fun. And, like, everything else that I collected, like, made me, like, made my character stronger, I guess. Like, m- like the different masks, the different hats, the different color palettes, you know, the different abilities and badges and shit like that. Like, I grew a lot, and it kind of reminded me of completing Majora's Mask 100%. Like, you do that so you can, one, learn about the story, and two, so you get, like, all the masks that give you all the different abilities. So it's just like... Like, that was the reward for me, was, like, just maxing out the character, you know? So, like, the mm-hmm. fact that I didn't get, like, a trophy or anything like that, it didn't really bother me that much, but it did bum me out that, like, the PC version gets a little something, but the Xbox version, the console version, doesn't have it yet.
0: Yeah, well, at least, Ryan, at least they didn't censor something from Japan. <laughs> yeah, let me, <laughs> let me pet my I,
3: waifus, damn it!
0: <laughs> I I wanted to play a minigame where, um... To Michael, f- that's not okay.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Michael. Also,
3: the bosses uh, were f- the bosses were fucking awesome.
2: I
0: thought they, they were. were, fine. They were I really
2: liked them.
3: Like I really liked all of them, and the music was really good too.
1: The music yeah. was stellar. I mean, the boss fights. I felt some of them were kind of weak because they weren't too uh, challenging, challenging or interesting for me. Oh.
3: Okay. The uh, the contract guy. He, that was a pretty hard boss fight for me. Like I died a couple of times to him. But...
0: Yeah. I mean, he's probably the best boss in the game. Like with, with the final boss, I just had to use that time slowing down mm, hat the whole yeah. time cuz Yeah, I, it I moved forgot that fast. I had that at I one, one point.
2: <laughs> for <I> was... <laughs> me it's it's like it's like a boss all those bosses are bosses that I like in a 3D platformer, which right. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say for because most if not all 3d platformers i've ever played i just sort of the three the boss fights are not what i go to those for you know well surely you play spider the
0: dragon to fight
2: toasty (laughs) i think it was it was just that they were better than most they're still not that's true i'll give you that they're They're not like amazing boss fights but like for 3d platformer standards they're pretty cool
0: now, I guess I'm gonna have to be the negative Nancy of this group. I agree with pretty much everything you guys said about Hat and Time. Like, the controls were fine. I did find that they were are pretty good. I mean, I did find that they were kind of loose, but I I got through the game just fine. Uh, I The the presentation and the, the visual art style, like, cell shading is timeless. So this game will look great forever, basically. Uh, even if some of the models kind of looked a little cheap, honestly. They did. Uh, um, the the environments were all creative and unique, yes. like from Mafia Town to Alpine Heights. Deadbird uh, Studio what,
3: was fucking awesome.
0: One thing I really liked about Hat Time, as opposed to most of their collectathons or 3D platforming games, was that every level had a different structure. Like uh, Mafia Town's your standard kind of collectathon, sort of very open world kind of area. Deadbird Studio had like a forking path. Uh, with different areas you went to um whatever it was the the subcon forest was kind of like you unlocked pieces of it as you went along and alpine heights was really interesting with how it kind of had a giant open world with kind of branching paths on it we had to kind of go to the different corners of the map i liked those elements but the game was just too short, in my opinion. I really enjoyed the ride while it lasted. And like, basically once I bought it, that's all I did is keep kept playing because I was really into it. But the game only has four levels in it, which is really short. Mm-hmm. Like even Ukulele had six levels comparatively, like the hub counts in that game. And like, I would have much rather have had a game with N64 graphics that had like 15 levels than have a game with 1080p 60 that's only like four levels long plus like a final stage and a handful of Super Mario Sunshine kind of little side levels in it.
3: Uh, I'll disagree with you. I mean, I do agree that the game is a little too short. Um, even, but again, you know, they are going to be adding more stuff. That should have been in the game at launch. I do, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, at, at the very least, we have that, we have that then on the Then again, way. they've been but, developing
2: that game for, like, years. five years. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I, I remember,
3: and- I remember seeing a fucking, like, Joltoy video game playthrough of it on, um like, 2013, when it was in, uh I don't know if it was, like, early access or if it was beta, I don't know what the hell was going on, but I thought, I thought it looked interesting then, and, like, I was kind of, like, watching it, I guess, just kind of, like, casually watching it, like, oh, hey, look, they're making a bit of progress, oh, that's neat. And then when it came out, it's just like, oh, I forgot that this was coming out at one point. But
0: yeah, a lot of people said that.
3: Yeah, but like it's, it is short, and um, but like I think I'd I rather mean, like, have okay, the game for me, be too it's... short than be it too long. Like, I, like I think Sunshine is a good length. I think Sunshine is like actually just the yeah. right amount of length for a platformer that I would want. Um and I think Hat in Time just kind of barely misses that mark.
2: For me it's not yeah. our length that I get caught up with, I guess. It's more like I guess the, it's more the fact that there are it's kinda like what Michael said, there are only like four worlds in it. Mm-hmm. It's it's not necessarily that the game is super short. It's not it's not that short, but like it's it's
0: it takes more the this much that, content
2: and stretching yeah, it out. Yeah. I feel like we could've there are a few missions they could have taken out maybe I honestly some time and like made another couple worlds, I don't know. I mean, but th- I, at the same yeah. time, it took them a very, very long time to even make this much. Which is and why
0: I said I would have been fine with N64 graphics instead. If like, especially since this is kind of a throwback game in some ways, if they had made a game with like a much simpler art style that was more retro inspired, and if that would have made it easier for them to make more levels, I would have been okay with that. But you, you know I something mean, it's, though?
3: I mean, I i think like especially in this day and age where like everything has to be a fucking retro callback or some kind of nostalgia fest, I am glad that this one is much more original than than like I guess yeah, Shovel Knight sense, or Ukulele which or Mighty Number no. Nine, which is like it's so blatantly like Mega Man or Banjo or you know, any other NES game. I like that this game is a lot more original than you might think it is. Like it does have inspirations from like, you know, Banjo and Mario and everything like that. But I think even on its own it stands like even on its own it stands perfectly fine. Like it it, it is it's it's its own original yeah.
0: game. I I liked Hat Kid as a protagonist. Mm-hmm. I would like to see her back for more adventures. I do too. And
3: Gears for breakfast. Also, by the way, they're like super fucking chill people. Like they are like some mm-hmm. of the nicest people on earth. And I just be like I, they're not gonna fucking listen to this. But if they are listening, by some weird stretch of imagination, this game is fucking amazing. I think y'all should be proud. So thank you, thank you for making this amazing game. Please make
0: more. Please. Um, I clapped.
1: I clapped when I played the game.
3: <laughs> I clapped when I saw that kid. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think part of my problem is that while I liked. The Deadbird Studio, Subcon Forest, and Alpine Heights. I thought Mafia Town was really bland.
3: Uh, I, I think too the Mafia easy. themselves made it up. They, like, they're fine. I'm them. just talking
0: about the gameplay.
3: Hmm. I, I, I kind of like if
0: it, it like it was way too short. Like a, I got to like the boss in like maybe ten minutes. Well, the boss is like the felt,
3: third or fourth act.
0: Yeah. And the, 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 even the acts after that, I didn't think were all that interesting, honestly. So like th- three out of the four levels I really enjoyed. And that's only like, you know, three levels really. Hmm. And so I I know the game kind of, I guess like, like I always say it's good for a game to kind of leave you wanting more, but left me wanting too much more. And Brian, uh, I'm glad that there's a click done that clicks with you and makes sense to you but for me when it comes to like the actual collectibles in the game and what the purpose is i just view them as checklists for basically completing objectives essentially Mm -hmm. that's when you think about mario galaxy which uh, really hat in time is a super mario galaxy game uh, without the gravity gimmick in terms of how it's structured and how the objectives work and i don't know i guess a sprinkling of sunshine in there maybe it felt more like that, especially in the, the train escape level reminded me a lot of a Super Mario Galaxy level, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm playing those games, I'm not collecting the power stars of Mario Galaxy because you know, they're they are important to the plot. They're just kind of markers for doing levels, essentially. It, it's you could swap them out for checkpoint flags and it would make no difference. You know, like the end level flags from the original Mario and it's yeah it's i guess like the timepiece, fine i have no complaints about that but the yarn balls i didn't really enjoy finding all that much strangely because the the actual the game doesn't keep track of how many there are in a level at least not right now or from what i remember uh like even blue coins got that right (laughs) um and so like i don't know if i got them all and i don't really know where i'd be missing any of them because of the struck these levels can be really big like uh alpine heights especially but um mafia even in mafia town where you've got all the little balconies and all the little buildings and all the little alcoves if i missed a yarn ball i'd never be able to find it and i i like i just found like doing the bare minimum in terms of yarn balls was way more than enough to get the hats i needed which i guess is fine for people who don't want to look for that stuff but for me I would have liked you know a little bit more uh, I it could have afforded to have been a bit more demanding in my opinion mm. so I got all the time pieces and I really enjoyed that because all the levels were fun well I mean maffy town was kind of bland but you know still I I enjoyed the time rifts in that level I enjoyed all the time rifts especially I know you like the music King K in the time rifts yeah yeah uh, I I enjoyed exploring Alpine Heights. I enjoyed uh Deadbird Studios kind of very unique setup in the the payoff at the end of that. Um but in terms of did I want to go back through Subcon Forest and find all the yarn balls? No. Like I, I couldn't be arsed. It just mm, didn't I mean, seem I, like a rewarding use of my time. Because when, when once you get park, like when, sorry. Once you get enough yarn balls, then You know, maybe you get something for it, I don't know, but I didn't find the actual act of collecting them fun, which is the whole reason I played these games to begin with. I like blue coins because I enjoyed looking for them and basically now that I've memorized them, just trying to speed run the game and see how fast I can get all 30 blue coins in Rico Harbor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And with the yarn balls, it just didn't have that for me. It just didn't feel rewarding to find them intrinsically. Even if extrinsically you get hats from them, you you barely have to get any of them to get the hats anyway, so I don't know. I didn't that feel like I kind finable.
3: of. I'm, I'm feeling a bit on unco- uh, a bit of a conflict with you there because um, I would have agreed with you up until the the time stop hat. Like that one took me a little while to get because I actually did have to go back to subcon to actually get some of the yarn balls, but um, I. Th- when I was playing it, like getting the yarn balls kind of reminded me of getting the korok seeds in Breath of the Wild, where it's just like I feel Which as if I also I'm not I I feel like as if I'm not meant to get all of them, but they're just kind of there. in case if I see it and if I if I can see it, I can get it, and if I get it, it could pay yeah. off in the
2: end. I and mean, that's how I approach the yarn balls. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess they're fine, but it's just with pretty much any other collectathon game I've ever played like, even Donkey Kong 64, I fully completed that game. I found all the bananas and everything. Why? Why? I, because I was having fun with it. <laughs> with this, I will... I, just the fact that the game doesn't even keep track of how many yarn balls there are on a stage. Like, again, maybe I'm wrong and maybe it's in the menu somewhere and I missed it. But I didn't see it when I was playing the game that alone makes me not want to go back to subcon forest and find more yarn balls especially at this like so basically i got all the time pieces and that's technically 100 percent. but yeah i didn't fully complete the game because i just after i got the last timepiece, i'm like yeah there's nothing left for me here
3: you know and that would have been pretty cool if like because like you, you know forgetting all the time pieces you get the checkerboard hat it would have been cool yeah. if like if you know, if you collected all the yarn balls, you can get like some sort of like god tier hat, where it's just like, I don't know, where it just it makes you like invincible or some shit. Like that would have been pretty cool. Like, and the, yo, the really sorry to interrupt. Like the, like the I gotta use the mask.
1: bathroom quick. Sure. Oh!
0: <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Um, but it would have and... been cool if
3: they had like some like the Fierce deity mask in that game. Like if you collect all the all the yarn balls, you get.
0: You know, like you know kind to of think steps. of it, the Fierce Deity Mask is probably one of the best 100% completion rewards ever.
3: Even though it comes to like the very end of the game.
0: Yeah, but that's, yeah. But that's the thing is that with every, all of these games, by the time you get 100% you've done everything. <laughs> So you don't really get to enjoy you don't, in Mario sixty four. You don't get to enjoy that special special spin jump because you've already finished the game. Yeah. So like the only alternative ideas is like as you suggested once, Ryan, having like concept art or costumes and stuff, which Hat Time does have. Or or in the case of the DD mask, they give you basically God mode to wreck the final boss and feel like a badass.
3: And not even is, then you can like go back to other bosses and you know yeah yeah you know and it's like. It's like I, I've only ever completed a handful of games 100%. I completed Majora's Mask 100% several times. That's a game I get a lot of enjoyment out of. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening I completed 100%. Like I got like all of the fucking supports as like all the gendered characters and everything like that. All the kid supports, all that kind of stuff. Characters ma- like my the characters I would use in my party maxed uh, maxed out stats. Golden Sun, I would complete 100%. Besides getting to like level 99, because I don't think that really counts for something like that. I'm talking about getting like all the Jin, uh, getting all the synergy, all that kind of stuff. Um, You know, all that. Like I completed that, I completed that 100%. All, all the uh, super bosses and everything like that. And that's really, that's really it. Because I often find that completing games 100%, they make you do really tedious shit. They make you do things over and over and over again. That gets really tiring But, like, a hat in time is a game I could probably complete 100% time and time and time again. Like, yeah. it just, it's, I mean, I certainly wouldn't
0: game mind, game. I certainly wouldn't mind doing another 40 time piece run. Mm-hmm. Of course, like that, I had fun yeah. with that. It's just the actual collectathon elements I thought
2: were the weakest part. <sighs> and, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, can we, um, does anyone have anything else to say about this game?
3: I, I, I just I love it a lot. That's all I have to say about it.
2: Because I want to talk about Mario. Honestly, all right, Mario. Let's talk about Mario. just as a
1: side note, I have to go eat for seven. Um, Well,
3: then why don't we talk about your top ten or your top tier game of the year? I did.
1: Fuck. I said it. (laughs) Yeah. Michael, what's yours? I said it. You fuck. (laughs) Oh, near oh, tomato like, tomato okay, potato hey, like, is there
2: anything that you really want to talk about um I want to talk about my
1: worst favorite one okay. if we can what are, is that Bubsy no <laughs> Bubsy was my favorite uh my least favorite one was uh Battlefront 2
2: <laughs> well, I played a little of that actually
1: only a I, little bit but I hate that game even Play-dots. putting aside the microtransactions, it but you're just, supposed
3: to have a feeling of pride and accomplishment.
1: I know. See, the thing is, when you compare that to the original Battlefront games, they do not hold a candle. Uh, yeah. for me, it, it even seems I like liked EA, the
0: original Battlefront games, and uh, I, I, I loved
2: Battlefront Two, like the real Battlefront Two. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really love that game. I still yeah. kind of play it nowadays. It's great, yeah. and I feel like EA
1: took everything I loved about the original two titles, and just took the fact that you shoot people with lasers from it.
2: It's like yeah, I mean like the the original like Battlefront Two. I cannot believe I have to keep saying like okay, the original, the, the, the yeah, the good Battlefront Two. Call one, it EA Front, like a Front. <laughs>
3: How about okay, I just call art. it what it is?
2: The old Trash. game. That, wow. Whoa! Okay. The old Our game. Eric's title is Star Wars um,
0: Fat o Brunt, The EA Awakens. <laughs> oh,
3: Star, Star Wars Battlefront Episode Eight: The The Last Straw. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's a good one. The Damn. Force.
2: Okay. Anyways, King K. Um, the old games. Well, two, I haven't played the old original one, but I played two and it was always so like, it was simple, but like it's the the, I, the reason that I love it is that there are so many characters you can play on so many cool maps Yeah. and like the objectives, like it's, there's something about it. It's still like, it's a pretty simple idea. You just shoot the other team and you capture stuff. And I think that's the game mode, right? You capture mm-hmm. the stuff command points yes. mm-hmm. um, I think that it's just that there's more variety right like they still yeah. they I think in the new one they have the hero characters still but in the original you could play I, I swear to God you could play as like a droidica or something right or like yeah uh, you could uh, you could play as so many more characters on so many more maps I don't know I think the map design was just much better overall it, it didn't is, feel like a generic shooter yeah but maybe at that point, generic shooters didn't even exist. I don't know. The thing is, when mm, when you have such,
1: s- such a formula like Battlefront, you could make that into such an interesting thing on the new generation of consoles. You could easily make maps where you have space combat... Interwoven with ground combat in a way. Imagine if Space Cop was a playable character in Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> oh, oh, you <laughs> silly. Oh, Michael, you're silly.
3: <laughs> hey, Docs, you do Let's know about the Cancel Battlefront can 3, right?
1: I do. I do. It makes I me don't. sad. It was
3: supposed to have, like, ground battles, and then you would go into space and, like, yeah. you know, space battles there. That's fucking rad. Yeah, and <laughs> I think there's
2: even a mod for a Battlefront 2. Oh, like you know what Steam else in that. Battlefront 2 is awesome? Any space battle level in that game. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. so cool because you could, like, go into the other person's base. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Battlefront 3 was
3: supposed to have something like that where, like, you're in, let's say, fucking the Cloud City. Let's just say that for example. Okay, you're doing shit there. You get into you get a ship. You just keep flying up and up and up. You go into space, and you can go into a Star Destroyer and then, you know, wreck shit there. Like, that was going to be a thing in Battlefront 3. It's just but that... for some reason or another, I don't know exactly why they cancelled it, but it got cancelled. And
2: there's it's footage... It's really there's, weird. There's, like, there's like actual, like, they gameplay would, um, footage of it, too. You think they would go the... Like, in terms of making a Star Wars game, you'd think... Because from what I've seen, the map design... Like, hey, Docs, you're gonna need to help me out, because I haven't played a whole lot. I didn't yeah. play the multiplayer very much. I played the... a little bit of the single player Mm -hmm. but from what I see the map design is like it's more like they're smaller-ish kind of like maybe not the size of Call of Duty maps but kind of like
1: they're very reminiscent of a map that you would find in Battlefront or Battlefield uh, one of the new Battlefield installments that's what I was going to
2: say is that aren't there like isn't I would have liked this game. Like, aren't there battlefield maps that are really, really big? Yeah, because there
1: I, there are admittedly some big Battlefront maps, but the thing is that the objectives are so linear that you can never
2: really. Well, I, guess, I, I guess my question is, can you like, can you fly around the map, or is it? Just you can, combat? but you have
1: to unlock the ships. You can't get those right from the get-go because they don't spawn on on the ground. You have to spawn in with them, which are I think is the about, stupidest fucking decision you, you could ever about, make.
3: You're talking about 2017, right?
1: Yeah. That Admittedly, out. there are like you can get speeders or whatever, but it's just that you. I guess it's just the map design
2: system, I've seen doesn't really allow for things like that to work. Yeah, it, it's just that. Because the battlefield maps that I've seen are like really open, yeah, and yeah. That's what kind of what I expected them to go down like really, really big maps for. I mean, as much as the Star Wars movies are kind of like space operas, they're like the the big space battles are a pretty huge part of the universe. Yeah. So you'd think they'd kind of like capitalize on that. But from from what it sounds we like, we have a chance to take out a sword.
1: dreadnought. <laughs> oh my gosh.
3: No.
2: Well, I'm sorry. You, Did KK? I just derail the conversation? I don't know. No,
0: there's, well,
1: I see here. So much
2: so potential. I, I thought potential. he was talking. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, he is. Maybe he disconnected.
1: Me?
3: Yeah.
2: But Were you no, talking I earlier? Yeah.
1: Or... Yeah, I, I just said that there was so much missed potential for this yeah, game. that's what it seems Absolutely. like to me. I mean,
3: was like the first Battlefront. The first Battlefront was so fucking mediocre. Yeah. And
2: this game is like. Well, how how do you f- like? It's fucking Star Wars. Of all the games you're gonna fuck up, I don't know why you screw around with this property. This, this is one case
0: where they literally could have just done the same thing as the old games, and it would have been just fine.
2: Because it's, yeah. so you know? it's been so long, you know.
1: EA wants to net a
0: huge profit
1: to get in line with the new I Star Wars. I want a good.
2: I want a good Star Wars game again. You want to you know? know something like,
1: though? Damn. It's like.
3: Like I, I've never, I never thought I would say this with Sega, with Capcom, with Konami, but I have never felt, you know, I, I've never wished that a company, an entire company, would just shut down, yeah, would just stop existing.
2: You but know it what, took, it Ryan? Took Battlefront uh, let me two? add some fuel to. The, let oh, me add right some ahead. fuel to this fire. Go ahead, all right, because it, it pertains. Guess what they did this year? Mass Effect Andromeda. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh. no, it's Star Wars related, <laughs> it's Star Wars related, all right? Oh, um, what? They were oh, they were yeah. making a single-player Star Wars game.
3: Oh, yes! Yeah, you it know was what the, they the did? original director of uh, Uncharted, right? Amy something or other? Amy um, Henning? Yeah. Uh,
2: yes, yes. And her. they
3: canceled it because we don't like linear games.
2: No, yeah, no, they, no, no, they it Literally was... what they did is they they transformed it into something else, is what they did and now it isn't what it was supposed to be which was a single player story focused star wars story and now it has transformed into i don't even remember what they called it but it's basically going to be i'm pretty sure they said it's going to be more multiplayer focused i thought it it's got not canceled. even going to be well they, what happened they was the that single player said,
1: games don't have a future because they're not as popular so yeah so they, they The important happened.
2: part is that the, the trajectory that team was on to create a single pl- a single player story focused Star Wars game in the universe that was, was supposed to be along the lines of like an Uncharted I mean, we can't really say how it would have played but like, that's what they were going for clearly mm. and it, it whether it was cancelled or shifted it changed, the priorities changed strayed far away from what they were trying to do because EA said that that's not going to fly in this current market somehow. Like, I don't know.
1: That really, that's what the death knell
2: was for me is that I am so, as much as I like the old Battlefront 2, I am so, I like Splatoon 2, ARMS came out this year. So many, so many games that I just don't care about because I, I like, unless your name is PUBG or something or Overwatch, I'm not into multiplayer focused games. I just, I like, especially if they're shooters. And the only reason I play PUBG a lot is because it's such a unique, like, I can't get that anywhere else. With a shooter, yeah. like, if I play Battlefront 2 right now, I guarantee you I'll be like, I don't want to just go play Overwatch, you know? Mm hmm. Especially because they don't take advantage of their universe at all. Yeah. If they were taking advantage of Star Wars in any way, then I'd be more interested. But they're not.
3: It feels like it's anyway. Because like the thing is, awesome I gotta dice. go. Oh hey, Docs. Bye. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye. happy,
1: happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Make sure Year. to hey send dogs. me your audio. Yes, I will. Goodbye. Right.
3: But oh fuck! It's just but like I said, like with EA, I, 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 if they shut down, I would genuinely be happy. I'll be like, thank you. And I've never felt that way towards anything, like, any fucking company. Never. Because, like, Mass Effect came out. And, you know, despite the fact that the developers, you know, were, you know, came out that they were terrible people, the game was fucking atrocious. The game had, like, horrible fucking writing. Like, if I, I mean, okay, without really saying anything, if I was a transsexual, I would be fucking offended by their fucking portrayal, because that was just disgusting. First of all. Second of all, Star Wars Battlefront EA or Battlefront 2 or whatever, like, the whole microtransaction shit, you know, and then also the fact that they're doing all this fucking like, the fucking, like, like, oh, we don't want to have different cosmetics because it would ruin the canon. Meanwhile, here's Darth Maul fighting fucking Rey, whatever. It's just like like games like Anthem I was actually kind of excited for and then like with all of the shit that came out this year for EA it was just like I don't want this game anymore I don't want this game I does not look appealing because you know they're gonna fuck it up I hear rumors about Dragon Age 3 or Dragon Age 4 it's like I don't want that because they're gonna fuck it up and it's all because of EA like even with Dragon Age Inquisition I like that game a lot but there's still forced microtransactions in that game. There's a forced multiplayer in that game. And everyone always says that that game is like, like, well, people say that the game is like, it's fine. But like, the worst part about the game is the multiplayer, which was forced on by EA. And the only way to win at the multiplayer is by the fucking microtransactions. So it's like, unless something happens in EA, like, they have some sort of, like, fucking... Realization that, hey, what we're... We won the shittiest company of the year, like, three times in a row, two or three times in a row, they're going to go downhill, like their, their stocks keep plummeting. It's just like, let it fucking happen. Just just EA,
2: stop. Well, to me, just what they're stop. doing right now is not video games. It's kind of weird. It's like their services. They're making a game that will have lots of lots of potential revenue in it. Yeah. Where people will buy stuff in it and they're not even they are absolutely not concerned with what even releases as long as it nets them like they're, it's, they're i mean all on, businesses are, are like this at their core but like ea is this they are that is just what they are
0: they're operating on the candy crush business model yeah Games as
3: a service yep yeah
2: and it's, and, it's
0: not
3: uh, uh, and unfortunately oh, they're oh. doing
2: they're doing it for for a universe because i mean i i've always said that i'm not like a a huge huge star wars fan like most people seem to be mm-hmm. but the potential in that universe is so untapped that it hurts especially in video games and it's it boggles the mind because it's star wars you know like you i think, saw this power once before it didn't scare me enough then but
0: it does <laughs> now
2: you know i have a proposition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Proposition: uh, Kill the past. <laughs> kill the past. That seems Let it like down. a really good idea.
3: It's, just, it's you know but I think also part of it is is Disney's fault too because at the end of the day they they are the ones who sold it to EA and like they're I don't think they said anything about them like leaving. Like I know there's like petitions and everything like that, but there's I don't think they said anything about, oh hey yeah, we're taking away your license. Because who else can afford the Star Wars license? You know, there's EA, there's Activision, who else?
0: I think Disney should just license it out to whoever wants to make a game. Right in that, that Instead of, so of just giving expensive. it to a publisher Yeah. to have I mean, exclusive to me, rights I don't to think it. Th-
2: I think it's just that Disney couldn't care less. About I'm it. sure I mean they shut down their video game sector I think right yeah, yeah. they had they yeah. had a, a team with that games that they yeah. just shut down I don't think they care anymore like they have a, Disney Disney's not in trouble you know like Disney doesn't need to care about <laughs> that bought sort of thing
3: fucking Fox or they're getting it, ready like to I imagine
2: like that. that they license out Battlefront 2 to EA or whatever and then no matter what happens to it, they're just, it's gonna be okay for them, you know? Like, yeah. and they're probably just gonna make money off of it anyway. It's not like they're investing much into it anyway. I they, mean, I, I imagine
0: d- they make money just by handing out the license. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and that fucking sucks. Yeah. And we're also ta- not even talking about how fucking fan y the main campaign is in fucking Battlefront 2, but you know, it's-
2: Well, I didn't get very far in it, but you know what I'll say, and I've heard some bad things, so I have not finished the game because of it, but the first hour or so is very interesting to me because it starts off with the uh, Inferno squad, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a, uh, it's, um, they're the evil. They're, they're with the Empire. I yeah. think this is during the last, uh, not the last Return Jedi, the, the Jedi. Uh, Return of the Jedi. That's when the beginning of the game takes place. Yeah. And so you're... You are the people... What do the Inferno Squad do? I don't even remember. They're like... They... they. There's something about the Death Star and then they fail because the Death Star blows up when the, and they land on Endor. And you're supposed to escape and get back to the Empire. And that stuff was really cool because these three Inferno Squad characters... I find them very interesting. But from what I... I've heard some things about the story that makes me laugh, actually, the way they take it, so I'm not very Do you want me to tell you what
3: happens, or do you already know?
2: Well, I know the the basic thing, the the plot layout. I don't know the ending, necessarily, but I kind of know some things that happen in it that I'm not fond of at all, plus apparently it's only, like... Three-hour thing.
3: Yeah, it's like three to four hours long, and it's like
2: there's there's nothing they could do in that time That (laughs) wouldn't that would remotely interest me. Yeah,
3: I mean pretty much like you're bad for like the first 30 minutes or an hour then you realize oh wait the Empire is bad and Then you join the good guys
2: Yeah, Uh, well, I mean it's not that they are they they are good guys in the end. It's that they only have so much time to tell a story and based on the first hour they barely went anywhere. And here's the thing. if if they had more time, then I'd be like, oh, they could probably tell an interesting story. But based on like a three or four hour runtime, the first hour is almost no progress. Like they make it's them escaping a rebel ship. then they're on Endor, the Death Star blows up and then they have to escape Endor. And that all takes place in one hour with almost no character or plot progression at all. Mhm. Right. I don't know. Uh, yeah.
0: Do you have anything else you wanted to say about, uh, EA? This? No,
2: because I don't really play their games much, so...
0: I, I just meant Star Wars, the, E-way, the EA Awakens uh no the last draw. that's all
2: i played of it was a little bit of the multiplayer and the hour of the single player it just I, makes me sad i could uh, do so much more
0: absolutely